Hello and welcome to episode 57 of the unofficial Hunter Hunter podcast. I am Dame Dr. Foxy Brown and I am joined by my esteemed colleagues, Bullet Beast. Hello there, everyone. And this other guy, Diego. I am the other guy. How's it going? Yes, esteemed colleague, other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hashtag excited. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> So Diego has graced us with very small samples of news, so go ahead. Um, well, again, uh, we don't really have much information because World Weekly Shonen Jump is on break still. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so we don't have our usual weekly Hunter Center news coming from there. I but hope y'all drink we... yourselves asleep instead of reading uh, Shonen Jump. Or you froze yourself, either one, other oh. two. The, oh, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't care as long as you end up being alive. You don't kill yourself because of lack of anime or slash manga. So, uh, so the first piece of news that we have is the Japanese comic ranking for this past week had the release of Hunter this, Hunter this week past this one because it's right, December, right, December from is the last week of December. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Because otherwise, December. Yeah, they have no idea what you're going to talk about. Okay. Uh, the Japanese comic ranking for the week of December 24th to the 30th had the release of Hunter Hunter Volume 32, and it sold 619,064 copies, putting it in first place above everything else. That's usually how awesome. first place works, yes. Right. True. Oh, yeah. We right came above our, no. Yep. Uh, the other volumes that were released that week was Naruto, Blue Exorcist, and Oharu Ride, whatever that is. Oh, and and Sanatsuki Oshitsu? Close enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that, but... And also, Soul Eater, that's still happening, guys. I know it's crazy. Yeah. Also on the list is the actual, uh, the previous volume, volume uh, 31, and it came in at 14th place, and it sold 62,695 copies, bringing its total to 957,039. So about 50,000 short of getting to the 100,000 mark, which would be cool because it's, it'd be nice to have... Wait, you mean million? It does mean million. Yeah, yes, million. I'm in the million mark, sorry. I'm in the million mark because it's, it's cool because it'd be nice to have uh, another series besides... One Piece? Oh, One Piece getting up there in, in the millions for volume sales. No, it did take like a month for Hunter Hunter to do that. Yeah, true, but I mean, it's still it's, sold. It's been on for four weeks. Right, I mean, it's still sold 62,000 copies this past week, so I mean, it's still, like maybe next week it sells 30, and the week after that it sells 10, so in like a month it'll hit the, the million copies. You are extremely optimistic. I'm trying to be. Because this is a great segue to the next piece of news that we got. That apparently, according to uh, the last week's uh, Weekly Shonen Jump, there will be an announcement made at the end of the movie. Following the ending credits of each screening, a big announcement is set to be revealed concerning the series. What that is, is up for grabs. We can guess what that might be. I mean, the, the most common guess, obviously, is the return of the triumphant return of the manga. I guess. 
Like, I guess. Yeah. If you're optimistic. I mean, don't call it a comeback, but if you're <laughs> if you're somewhat optimistic, but you like dicking around with people, then perhaps it's the announcement of something entirely unrelated to Hunter Hunter, but somewhat related to Togashi. Maybe that'd be a completely. He's like, I, I want to guess that he's like announcing that he got his wife pregnant again. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like freaking the volumes. It's like I have a huge announcement to make. I got her. I got laid again, and there's proof in her stomach. Yeah. <laughs> it's like remember how she was gonna make a whole bunch of money this year? No, she's gonna be <laughs> flat on her back the whole time. <laughs> I ruined the entire series. You're welcome. See, and like again, it's like it wasn't enough just to ruin his own. He had to go ahead and fuck over Sailor. <laughs> It's this grand scheme. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's like, it's all in my plan, dude. Can you imagine, like, if this is his, like, goal from, like, <laughs> the very get-go? For me, it's like, I'm going to write this awesome manga called Yu Yu Hakusho okay, that's going to be pretty successful. And then from that point, I'm going to try to marry the most famous female author there is. Once I marry her, I'm going to create a different series that's much better and completely different than Yu Yu Hakusho. And then I'm going to stop, and then I'm going to fuck over the series, too. So it's like this long con that he's been working since fucking 1980-something. Oh, man. I I hope that's what it really is in my heart. Any random-ass other... Any other random-ass like guesses as to what the announcement could be? It's specific... It says in the website that it's specifically geared towards Hunter Hunter exclusively, so... Because clearly it's at the end of the movie, so it's got to be something there. Oh, but... Hunter Hunter fans, they they would it's just the... they would totally like a third child. Like that's that's at the top mm-hmm. of their wish list. It's like, mm-hmm. firstly, I want Togashi to be happy and his family to be prosperous and huge. Secondly, I probably want some more Hunter Hunter, but at this point, it's like carrot or the stick. So, mm-hmm. and you know what it might be actually off the top of my head. Uh-huh. A second movie announcement. It, that's true. It could be that. That would be yeah. kind of ridiculous to put them <laughs> on the heels of each other. Oh, I want to change my crazy answer now. Too. I just want them to put the stinger to Avengers on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this even for? Who's Galactus? <laughs> it's like, sir, uh, what is happening? Why is this live action? Why are we in space? Space. I don't get it. What's happening? See, it's connected space. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, I guess you could have an announcement of a spinoff series, an announcement of a new series. Um, maybe another video game. Maybe a soundtrack announcement. People like those, right? Maybe he's announcing that they're finally going to change the opening. <laughs> <laughs> the new opening plays for the first time. Which doesn't make any sense because a new arc isn't for. <laughs> it just it changes mid arc. Why not? Yep. You know what I'm I'm actually expecting once the movie comes out, like every single uh series has done in the past has shown me from Shonen Jump, is is that they're gonna change the opening sequences to have movie sequences. To the to the song. That's possible. So that could be that could be a way to kind of see like some of the stuff for the movie. They won't though. But oh, I, I, maybe I don't know. I don't know how fucking like Matt Howe's world works. I mean, if they were gonna do that, they would have already done it. 
for the no 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 but it's like it when the movie comes out like they don't put it prior yeah to they the do movie they out. do put it prior to the movie because it's meant to do they? yeah it's meant to hype you up for the movie if they put it uh, after the movie's already out what would be the point because you already saw it or didn't see it yeah people might leave before it comes on probably but uh yeah uh you were saying about the a different ending i would i actually think like i said it's gonna be a different movie or, or it's just gonna be like um like you said the side story fe- featuring his Zoka doing his going back home stunt that we talked about is back that'd be awesome that yeah. would be awesome so this gaiden yeah <laughs> anything else you guys have to say about that nah i'm good I think I've gotten all the crazy out of me. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Next up, there was a movie concert slash, uh, I guess, meet and greet uh, for the movie with the voice actors. And uh, Yuzu, the band, was there to play the single. Um, they came out and they were greeted by a Killua and the Gone uh, cosplayers that were like legit costumes, not like two dudes that just dressed up like Gon and Kalua. Uh, so like, like fursuits, but with dudes? Like mascot uh, suits? Yeah, 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 pretty much. Like the Disney suits. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah, like the, the plastic mask and everything. And they came out there and uh, promoted the film. Um, also, the voice, there was, there's been interviews throughout the whole week um, with the voice actors and the voice actor for the uh hunt or for not for the hunter for the the phantom troop number four he says that his whole backstory will be set in the in the movie and that his uh his uh he's been like the lines that he delivered were very uh embarrassing at points and also very dramatic and mysterious so he expects the move like the moviegoers to be completely entertained and like excited to see even though no one really knew about this guy before the movie, so I don't know if they told him that or not. I think he was just going by the lines in the dialogue. Yeah. Like, we don't even know if he reads Hunter Hunter or watches it. He's yeah. a grown man, so probably not. Nope. He's Sorry. not a man-child. Like, you no. want to give me money for some stuff kids like? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I will do it. Well, didn't you say that he was an, he's like an actor, right? Or something? Yeah, he's a live-action actor. Yeah. So he's like a live action actor. So clearly bringing him in to do the voice is something that's supposed to bring uh, gravitas to it or Maybe. whatnot. Maybe he's the worst person in the whole movie. We don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I haven't seen it. And it actually comes out uh, this weekend. It comes out on the 12th. So if anybody out there is in Japan and wants to go see it, um, go ahead and let us know what the announcement was. I mean, I'm sure we'll find out. It's totally like awesome. That is the internet. Totally like we, they need our permission, right? If you want to go We're see right, exactly. it, sure. The Hunter Hunter podcast <laughs> no. will sanction your viewing of the <laughs> yeah, yeah. We give you permission to go see the movie. That's wait, wait, wait. Are you sure we should let them go see this movie? I, I they got my blessing. I mean, we can't see it. All right, fine. Then I, I, I will give you my blessing as the bullet beast. Go see the movie. Um, but we should have there's a there should be reviews popping up next week 
So if those come out um, in time, we'll make sure to, you know, kind of talk about it and whatnot. Yay. Okay, so that's the end of the news. Uh, we have episode 61 to discuss. And it is called, goddammit, app open. Invitation and friend. So as you remember from the, from last week's episode, Gon, who's the ultimate rock, paper, scissors champion, uh, got let into the game first. He had his little pseudo conversation with Gon, with Jin, whatever, and he got the game explained to him. And as a result, the viewer also got the game explained to us. And he's basically, um, from entering the world, he's realized that, okay, yes, this is an open field surrounded by lush green grass and this hut that's tremendous but there's also people watching him and he's figured out the direction but he doesn't know what reason they're watching him for and shortly after him we see the guy that's in the opening whose name it like it's pointless to me because i'll never remember it you i love the way you describe him though it was the guy with the face yes then Beardsley McFee. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't even pronounce that without laughing. Is it like the man with the two arms? Bear- no, no, no. <laughs> Beardsley McBeard face. <laughs> then the pedo face guy that was talking to them in the episode before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the black guy. Then I think someone else who I just didn't even bother to notate. And then Kilo. And Kilo was like, so, yeah, because there's this guy. And like, right when you. Like the show fakes you out into thinking, okay, Killer was the next person, and then some guy who's like, "Hey, what's up, bro? Thanks for waiting for me." And I'm like, "Really?" It's like the guy with the faux hawk and like no sleeves. And then they have they have this whole conversation that basically covers what Gon is thinking. Like, there are people watching us, and what do you want to do, man? It's like I don't know. Let's go this way. And Killer comes out, and he's like. Hey, so what's everybody been doing? Like, they've either been going in this direction or that direction. And Kill's like, okay, cool. So the directions that people have been watching us from? I'm like, what is wrong with hunters? Like, me personally, if I knew people were watching me in direction A and direction B, I was going in direction C. Yep. It's like, I don't know what's there, but it's not people that are possibly trying to kill me. And that works for me. Well, you know how hunters are. They're just basically, uh, they're Dicks? out for the hunt. Yeah, well, no, they're just not afraid of anything. Sometimes they really should be. But they are afraid of... Well, they're not afraid, but they're not... They're supposed to be, in theory, cautious about shit. Yeah, that guy... They're supposed to be. That guy that, <laughs> that ran into Killua was pretty scared. Yeah, well, let's just say, like, this game was made for hunters, so everyone there clearly knows how to use Nen. However, this is a game, and it's been told to them that it's a game, you don't know how to play the game, so let's just go out there and just let's see what happens. Like that's not the right thing that you should do. You should try to be like, okay, how do you how do you play this shit before? Because like I don't want to get my ass kicked. But there's no like, there's there's no tutorial. Well, I guess there is a tutorial level sort of, but you have to make it to the city. And because it, I guess because it's a hunter game and because it's not made by game designers, it's not that like intuitive. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of 
hand-holding or explaining to you. Like, you can only get that from players in the game. And as we can see in this episode, most of the players have their own agendas. So even the information that they may tell you is probably either not necessarily true or not necessarily complete. Um, and it's not intended to give you the full picture of the game because they need you to remain ignorant for as long as possible. And almost immediately, as they start to leave, because they did the dumb thing and they waited for everyone else to peace out, and then they decided to leave the area, and they just see like this light coming towards them, then it hits the ground and it's like explosion noise. And it's this guy with like um Japanese character tattoos on his arms and piercings all over his lips and some weird hairstyle. Big headphones. Yeah. It's like yeah you know, like Spencer haircut where he has like dreads but in a ponytail. It's like I'm supposed to be yeah. a cool guy, obviously. Also, his uh, his piercings around his eye slash nose area are very it's like like top of his cheek, right? Super modern. And he he's like book, and dudes jump back. Like I don't know what's about to happen, but I'm in a fighting stance. And he's looking over his cards, and he's like, I could use this one, but these kids are noobs, so let me not waste it. And he uses, I think, the steel card. Trip. Yeah. He uses a steel card first, sorry. Yeah, he uses steel first, yeah. And he finds out their names and their information, and he tries to steal uh, something from in one of Killua's books, Killua's pockets in his book, and it comes up blank, so he loses the steel card. He's like, oh, okay, cool. As, as I figured, you guys are noobs. And then he pulls out the trace card, and he chooses to attack Killua with that. And Killua starts running, and he's like, don't be stupid, newbie. You can't run. You can't run from spell cards, and Gil gets smacked with it and like electrocuted ish, and Gil was like, "What did you do to me?" And he's going and all like the ground shaking. There's like rubble flying around him. He goes ah. into murder face mode, and the guy is like, "Oh my god, no!" <laughs> and he pulls out his return card, um, slams that puppy in, and is like to Masadora. And he gets teleported away, presumably to Masadora. And Kilwara left not knowing what happened, but this guy clearly put a hex on Kilwara. Um, yeah, well, he thinks that he's like, he thinks he's like, uh, maybe poisoned or something. I don't know. Because, you know, Kilwara, knowing that he's played games before, yeah. he should be more astute to what's happening. But I really like the part where, and I feel like everybody that's watched it, like, watching this for the first time, or even for the second time again now, just kind of goes like, holy shit, it's Yu-Gi-Oh all over again. Yes, it is. Like, it just turned into a card kind game. Yu-Gi-Oh, yes. Magic, whatever your flavor of card game battle is. Yeah. Um, Vanguard, it, I guess. It Whatever has an anime now, it pretty much yeah. became that instantly. Like, the minute this episode happened, this mm -hmm. is where we're at. We're at a card-fighting RPG that's also a trading card game. And they eventually set out walking. They find this town. Uh, that's the name of the town written down. Uh, doo -doo -doo. Antokibo, the city of prizes, is the town that they find. Um, but before then, we cut to the spiders who are bored, clearly. Yeah, I actually liked, I little, I liked the little filler scene that was put in there for, for Paku. That was nice. So this is like a little 
wooden cross thing and some flowers and her gun is sitting on top of it. Yeah. And Mashi's just sitting there staring at the grave. Like that's kinda weird. But it's yeah. it's grief. I get it. Like, you're upset. Or maybe she's like salty that she didn't get shot with the memory bullet. She did though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. She's one of the original members. Oh, okay. I don't know, maybe then I don't remember. Maybe she's just Cause salty. Like, cause didn't she cause didn't uh what's his name have to explain to him? No, he had to explain to Shizuku. Oh, uh, okay. Right, I thought we were talking about Shizuku. No, no, we were talking about Machi. Oh, um, okay. Shizuku and Korotopi are just chilling. And Shalnark is like, hey guys, come here, I want to show you something. And they walk over and he's like, okay. Remember when they gave us the option of playing Green Island? It turns out that we should totally do it. And because he doesn't want to go to home right away because if he goes home, there's nothing to do. And she's like, um... You can only play, like, um, you know, VHS football so many times, you know? Yeah. Like, so is this, like, official spider business? Like, maybe? It's kind of like, we got nothing to do business. Mm -hmm. That it may eventually become spider business. And they're like, okay, we're down. We got nothing. And so, you know, there's that idea that there's this game world, persistent game world, where you can get killed in it. And if you get killed in the game world, you're killed in the real world. And so far, Finks and Phaeton are already in it. And Shalnor, Korotopi, and Shizuku are also considering joining. So things aren't looking good for our heroes. No. Um, especially, like, after getting ambushed by... Like, <laughs> Immediately. Like, who the fuck knows who that was? But they eventually made their way to their town. And nearest town. And Tokiba. And, um, as soon as they walk in, like, the music started playing was, like, this Scottish bagpipe theme. Yes. And I thought that was awesome, because I was like, sweet! New music, music, that means. Right. So, like, that that's very awesome that they're kind of going in the route. And, um, they get in there, and the first thing they start walking around, they see, you know, like, there's there's a tournament for, uh... Rock, paper, like, scissors. Uh, yeah, like, uh, a, for a, a sword of of sorts, sword of um, truth. Yeah, sword of truth as a prize. They're like, well, Gon's uh, gonna win that. Yeah. Well, we don't know that yet. We just know that. I mean, we know that he's the best of all people at rock paper scissors. He beat like twenty something people at once. Okay. He's right. The best. Um, out of all the new recruits that came in, but that happens as soon as they walk in. Um. Then they go get some food because they're hungry. Yes, they're having a conversation and... about all the games they're going to enter. And it's like, oh god, my stomach. They go inside and some cat dude is like, hey, if you can eat this in 30 minutes, you get it for free and you win a card. And I'm just like, okay, so just give it's away food. Fish. Yeah. It's <laughs> well, it was a lot. It was a lot, <laughs> it was a lot of spaghetti. On their behalf, on, on, like to. But these are shonen... and not enough sauce. Like, these are uh, shonen no. heroes. Like, how are they not going to eat that in three minutes? How is he supposed to know that though? Like, he has no idea. They're little kids in a game Where's that murders hunting? people. Of course, they're shonen heroes. Even if he's an NPC, he knows that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't like, even put Parmesan on the table. What an asshole. How am I supposed to no. eat all this spaghetti? Well, he's a cat. How does he know that humans, like, Parmesan on their spaghetti? And these guys clearly don't care. Like, no. And they are so confident that they are going to win this competition that they're asking him questions while they're eating. Yeah, I do like that they treat him like he's a dude. 
Because I guess there's normally cat people in the Hunter Hunter world. I Probably. It can be because there's like, what were those people? Fox rats? Yeah. Yeah, fox uh, rats. Right. The, they can change shapes and they can talk. So why would it be weird if this talked to you? Yep. Um, plus, what the fuck is beans? I don't even know. Nobody knows. So, so there's <laughs> yeah, that. That's true. Yeah. Oh. There's that. Um, but he basically explains the rarity of, of the cards to them. And he says that there's a, uh, the rankings are from double S all the way down to H. There's and, so that's 10 and all. Yeah. Uh, 10 rankings and that um, it says there uh, it would be the third easiest uh, for F, which is the magic carp that they got. Mm-hmm. And, and that the God. Num- oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You were going to say. Okay. And the no- number next to the rank is the items transformation limit and as they saw it's like 185 or 180 something yeah so it's like yeah clearly this is like just beginner crap that's just there but then you hear a giant explosion and uh a bunch of dudes gathered around so gone and kill will go see what happened i think this is Bearsley mcbeard face yeah it is uh, like super awesome uh sideburns guy yeah yeah he is cursplatted on the ground. That's what you get for you having get curly sideburns. So yeah. this guy's clearly dead. Everyone's like, oh my god. Look at his dead body. Who was it? It's this guy. You think it's the bomber. Alright. And then yeah. the dude in the jacket shows up. And I'm like, this dude looks legit with his um, 5 o'clock oh, shadow. Or, oh, and then Gon and Killer are worried if that's like what? was put on Kilo earlier. It's like, oh my god, that guy put a time bomb on you. And it's like, no, don't worry. Um, spells can't murder people. People Dude, murder I people. really, I really love the, the, the actual panel in the manga. Because like, instead of being face down, he's face up. And uh, so you get to see all of him. Like, just fucking blood everywhere. Um, Pieces of intestine. Right, just a little bit of everything. And his face is just, mouth is open. Like, he's just been... Like, exploded from the inside like it's supposed to be. But, I mean, it's awesome that we get to see blood here, which is cool. He was probably in the middle of a conversation and he just blew up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But then they kind of figure out what, like, that it was this guy called the Bomber, I guess. Walking well, I around. Think, or, like. I think they don't figure out specifically. Someone mentions that it's the Bomber. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when they finally decide to meet with totally legit guy um that's when it's told to them that there's this guy running around who i don't know if he calls himself the bomber or the people call him the bomber but i did like that the npc crowd like as soon as this guy showed up and started talking to gone and killer the npc crowd just dispersed it's like okay this event is over (laughs) time to go back about my daily life and they're like what is happening oh now i have to water my plants again for the 50th time until someone comes up to me and talks to me and I say, my plants look lovely. And I'll keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. Um, But the guy explains that, you know, I can tell that something's obviously been cast on you. That's what you're worried about. If you come with me, I can explain to you like what's been going on in the game world and possibly tell you how to get that um, spell taken off you. And eventually get convinced and they walk off with him. And we see that there's a group of people that have gathered on the town steps have this conversation completely out in the public about this private thing that they're arranging. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the best way to handle business, right? Yep. 
and they they on the steps. One of the key things mentioned here is about player hunting, which is this activity that people who have been unable to clear the game, which is also the people who I think the last the five or so rarest cards have very small transformation limits, so very few people can hold them at a time. And each person that's trying to complete the game has to have their own copy of the card. So that makes things very difficult for people to clear. Um, that part of it isn't explained, I don't think, um, specifically anyway. But because they can't do it legitimately, what they try to do instead is um, attack players and either steal the card, like um, mid-boss guy was trying to do at the very beginning, or they kill the players. Of course, like um, Homegirl in the very fancy computer chair, told Gon, if you die, your book and your ring disappear along with your cards. So you can't steal cards by killing people, but what you can do is increase the transformation limit, uh, which means that that player who killed you can thereby go on to find the cards in the wild again, which is very useful. But Because yeah, otherwise you have to use like special cards that can steal. Yeah. The guy explaining everything in the glasses is like, you know, this is a very violent game. And unfortunately, it's in the rules that you can do stuff like this. And yes, technically, the players are um, acting in a... It seems like they're acting in a way that the creators didn't intend, but like all gamers eventually do. But yep. the creators put the loophole there in the game, so it's their fault this is happening. And um, I'm sure they did it on purpose, though, just to be assholes, oh, see yeah. how it would work. Well, well, yeah, just to kind of leave it up to man, right? Like, so you can kill people, but you know, you can also trade people for their cards, which is legitimate, right? And, <laughs> and like, you should be like, like, yeah, it's cool. Here's my card. I'll trade you this for that. And at that point, it shouldn't be rare. But it, I feel like it's like the top people that have the most S or double S cards. They're just like, no, I'm not gonna trade you this card. So it so, becomes like, oh, now what? Because you don't really. With the the double S cards, I think you don't really end up with copies of them. I think the majority of them, there's like a transformation limit of like one. So basically only one card can exist at a time. So mm -hmm. they're not going to trade that to you because they need it to complete the game. It's like, I will give you a magic card for your double S card. No. 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 How about 20? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will take 20 Gyaradoses. <laughs> so, um, they explain what Trace and Adhesion are. Adhesion is the card that he was originally going to use on them, and he's like, nah, these guys aren't shit. But that's a card that can look at, can lock onto a specific slot in your book, and it can tell the person who uses Adhesion when you put a card there. And it, if it's one of the designated slots, that's really important, because it's like, when you pick up the rarest card in the whole game, that person now knows that you've done that. And um, they can, I think it's a company, is the card they use to you. Um, yeah. And fight you for it. Or steal it or whatever. And Trace yeah. is basically sort of the same concept, but it's on the player himself. So at any point, they can know where you are. Yeah, all, all of this is just, and obviously with, uh, with Adhesion, it's a higher rank card because it's a level C instead of a level E, which is what Trace is. And uh, the, the the rate is only 50 as opposed to 90. 
So you can tell it's a much rarer card because clearly if it has a complete data of one person and your reserve slot mm-hmm. or your restricted lot slot, it's obviously more valuable than just knowing where the location is at all times in the game. So so the, the player is like, okay, so uh, after they figured out the three ways to get cards, trade them, find them, or kill people. It's like, clearly you guys gathered us here because you want to collect all the cards, you want to leave the game officially, and you're interested in that $50 billion prize money. However, you guys basically have us here because you want to use violence like everyone else is doing uh, to get the cards. And like, no, we don't, we're, no, we're not going to use violence. That's that's not like us at all. And then this like superhero music starts playing in the background. Like what yeah. we're actually going to do is we're going to maximize, we're going to get all the steel cards in the whole game. Like you're going to get some, we're going to get some, and you're going to give all of these steel cards to us. And then you're going to get laid and then you're going to get some. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna use those cards to then steal the rare cards from everyone else in the game fairly because the game and then has taken in- all the defense cards because like you need yes. the defense cards to protect against stealing so we'll be right. able to maximize on offense and defense and so everyone like, else we'll- is gonna be screwed in the game and it's not like people are just gonna kill us once they figure out this is what we're doing mm-hmm. right we're gonna monopolize this we're gonna put an end to this game and we're gonna finally beat it Sound familiar? Uh, I'm not gonna say that someone stole this idea sure. and made it into its own anime. Okay. I don't even know what you're referring to. Sao. Oh. Oh, okay. Boom. And then yeah. the black guy <laughs> is, of course, like, okay. So, question, right? If I find an SS card, what does that mean for me? He's like, of course, if you find an SS card, we'll give you five hundred million dollars. He's like, all right, I'm in. And cool. a dagger. In the <laughs> it's like I will take it. And like Gon is getting pissed, and it's like, okay, what about you, kid? Screw you guys, I'm out. And they you turn. You guys to... don't know the f- true spirit of the game. Yeah, and they turn to kill. The heart of the cards. And Kill was like, nah, you well, you guys heard the boss. I'm sorry, I'm gone too. And, <laughs> and they turn to biscuit, and it's like, so what about you? Scene cut to Gon and yeah. Kill. Um, well, no, because it cuts to oh yeah, no, this it does cut to it to like immediately cuts to yep. right. So like it actually stays on biscuit for a second, but biscuit just like blinks and then it changes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when she's about to talk, mm-hmm. and um, it goes to them and Killua and Gone. Gone is like, I'm so sorry, Killua. Killua's like, why? He's immediately forgotten that trace was put on him. It's like, I know you just joined this game to help me find my dad. And Kayla was like, that's not the reason why I joined this game, stupid. The reason why I joined this game is that train of dot, thought. Dot, dot. Or... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, wait. And then all the fan girls went wild. Like, did oh I... my god! Like, did I miss something? Yeah. Was there, like, an important plot point that was discussed earlier about their friendship that Gon's forgotten <laughs> along with the audience? Yeah. Is that what happened? <laughs> and like Gon's just so dumb. He's like, well, of course we have sex. <laughs> <laughs> but Gon's all like, I want to, like, I don't want to play this game because there's no way that Jin made it this dangerous, right? Like, it's just a game. It's supposed to you're supposed to follow the rules and everything. And uh, like you said, Foxy, he wants to defend his dad in a roundabout way, hate the player, not the game. Yes, sort of a thing. So. It's like, right. the, the game's not twisted, the players are twisted. 
And then Killua was like, well, actually, they're just, they're playing playing by the rules, you know? Yeah, the rules allow for killing. That's like rule one. Chick tells you when you come in. It's like, yeah, we can kill you in this game. And if you die, you die for real. And, um, it is fun when you find out why. Um, I like that the guy's body disappeared. We didn't talk about that earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. His body just, like, pixelates away. Well, you would imagine that would happen if you died in, like, an RPG, though. Yeah, I mean... You you do. You die. There's not just bodies lying around. Depends on the game. Yeah, it depends on the game. Yeah, that's true. Like, the bodies disappear eventually, but But sometimes they stick around for a long time. Did you notice that his blood was there though? But it was like all smeared. Like it was, you could still tell that somebody died there. But like some n- like, ninja came in and mopped up the blood, but not didn't do I, a good job. Mm-hmm. Didn't use no Clorox or bleach. It just stayed there. So, um, Gon tells Killua, you know, thanks for playing this game with me. And Killua, in his head, is like, No, Gon, I'm the one who should thank you. Look at how you changed my whole life. Now I think killing is bad. And yeah. of course, he doesn't say any of this out loud. Mm-hmm. And then they leave, and camera pulls back, and there's Biscuit, <laughs> like, <laughs> just creeping, sitting up on mm-hmm. the building, like. Mm. Well, no, 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 oh god. Well, you already know. We already told you guys her name. I was gonna say there's this creepy girl just looking at them, the girl that was there. But and she's just uh, like, these kids look interesting. I should mess yeah. with them. <laughs> like, why is I feel like, like being a dick? Why is that your thought process? Like, why is that you're like? These kids look cool. I should fuck with them. Well, no, she she mentioned something about friendship, right? Oh, that friendship like, is awesome. Yeah. It's like, no, I like narrator. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought, okay, never mind then. Yeah, he's just like, it's... you know, the narrator, he kind of cuts off the action. He's right. like, now, blah, blah, blah has happened. Come back on next episode of Dragon Ball Z or whatever. <laughs> no, but yeah. he's like, Gon and Kilo have affirmed their friendship. Right, okay. Yeah. And then and we go to the... Yuzu, singing yeah. it up. And the uh, oh, before with yeah. spoilers, right? Go ahead. I was gonna say the card that they introduce at the end is um, return, which allows you to teleport back to a town you've already been to. Yep. And, and then Gon tries to go back to his house. <laughs> yep. He's like, no, he just, uh... no, it just works in the game. It's like that's it. And then he's <laughs> like, oh, oh, and. And then we see previews for next week. Continue. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about them saying that. That's that's funny. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, children. Yep. Or grown women voicing children. But anyways. So, Foxy, what did you think of this episode? I had more fun with it. And I liked the whole conversation um, about the bomber in mm-hmm. ways that I can't express on this show. Until later. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah, because it's a, it's a lot of spoiler shit. So, and I agree with what Foxy has to say on that behalf. But I think that the animation style is awesome. There's a lot of um, very fluid animation throughout, um, especially for such a low key episode. Like the the scenes, like where they're walking and like Kilo and Gon are saying thank you to each other and like. All of a sudden, the the reaction shot from Killua, where it like zooms in on his eyes, and you get to see the emotion of like the the shock that he like has to say, or like the way he reacts to Gon's thing, like that was animated mm-hmm. very well. 
I do like how it like suddenly switches to like watercolor. Kind yes. Of deal. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Killer was like, uh. "Girl." Just be like talking about gone short shorts. Hey, short shorts. <laughs> hey, girl. Yeah. But uh, I love the music. I gotta like. I hope. Hopefully, they they put that out on a CD soon or whatever for the the Scottish bagpipe like town music because that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. I'm 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 big into background music, so that yes. definitely was some some I I enjoyed. So, uh, like I was commenting earlier, I love that little watercolor scene. I also like any moment where Killa was like doing like this "I'll kill you" type <laughs> moment because like he always does it to someone who ain't shit. Yeah. And so they're just like, "Oh fuck, I'm out of here, Masadora." <laughs> Man, dude doesn't even have conversations. Like he just assumes immediately that the guy was trying to kill him, mm-hmm. and he tries to kill him right back. And it's like, dude, no, you said you were gonna stop that. Why? Why is God not even in like no killable mode at all? He's just like, mm-hmm. okay, this dude probably deserves this. Gone in his uh warped, uh morality mode. Yep. Yeah, it's justified. <laughs> well, he did attack you first. Like, He's like, who is this guy? What did he do to you? It's like, are you gonna kill him? No, don't kill. Well, yeah, go ahead, kill him. He has a comment. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, so kind of cool that you know they're laying the groundwork of like how all these cards work because once things get rolling you're gonna need to know what this stuff does or it's just gonna be like wait what's happening yeah yes so oh, i f- forgot to mention about the the guy talking about like what you do when you're first like how they were able to tell that they were newbies um the first thing you want to do is you want to open the book thing i remember like ah yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't attack and you don't pull back. You don't, like, charge up your nan. You're like, book. Like, even just to bluff. Yeah, just, uh, like, because he might, you know, send out an attack spell. So you need to be ready with a defense spell. Or right. act like you're going to whip out a defense spell or another attack spell or something. Right, because, again. Um, like the guys said in their little conference, the spells in the game can't really hurt, injure, or kill you. So, like, there's no reason to charge your nan if the person's not doing it. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it, um, it's, uh, like, it's a game of, uh, I don't know, fighting for information, basically. Yeah. I thought you were going to say cards there for a second. Of what? What happened? Of cards. I thought you were going to say it's a game of cards. It's a game of duel. (laughs) I mean, yes, but no. Instead of, like, uh, instead of losing all your life points or whatever, you fucking get figured out in the fight. But, right. Well, I mean, uh, you you assume like the more cards you have, the more you're gonna have some sort of defense against stuff. Because mm. I mean, technically now they have one card that's fish, so I'm assuming that shit ain't gonna do anything against and like any you know. <laughs> it's like you throw it up in front of you, like that's actually a defense card. It might Again. be a distraction. Uh-huh. It, yeah. Again, Some it's like magic card. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> They, they they are pretty fucked though right now though if you think about it like this is the only card you have, uh, in the whole entire game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a good starter Pokemon. Like go get something better. 
<laughs> like even a chair, you could turn a chair into a fucking car. That would work better because you could use that and beat someone <laughs> up with it. Yeah. That reminds me of like uh, early Dragon Ball, where like capsule core people would use, like put like swords and random objects into the capsules. Yeah. Yeah. And, like say use that because I mean you could turn you can technically turn anything into uh, a card. It's mm. just uh, it may not be very like it like the level would be like maybe like F or or H, mm. and then like nine hundred and nine thousand. Uh, like response or whatever. Like rock. Yeah. Like rock. Just like rock. You could just find those anywhere and then just throw those at, at someone. That's more that's better than Magikarp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it is. You could throw a rock. <laughs> you can technically throw a Magikarp too, but I but you I can doubt dodge a fish, this. you can't dodge a rock. We don't know how big this fish is. Yeah. So we don't know how hard its exterior is. I don't, I don't know. He don't know pretty, what it's made of. He looked pretty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's fish made out of steel on the I outside. If you're lucky, you can eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think didn't the description say it was delicious or something? Yeah. So. Here, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what exactly what it says for the fish. Um, it's, it's uh, uh, it's Diego's uh, uh, background on his desktop. What's that? So the magic carp is Diego's background desktop. Oh no no no! I just I had the the thing open. Okay. It's the Galgata. It's the one of the island's three greatest delicacies. Delicious despite its appearance. The row is said to extend your life. Good boiled or grilled. That's so what it delicious. says. Yeah. Yep. So you could tempt someone with it, like here, I'll feed you. Go away. Yep. And then they're like, no, and your plan is failed. <laughs> no trace. <laughs> it's like, damn it! I tried. Oh. There's no fish for you. But yeah, so that's I've got no other thoughts on the episode. That's cool because those were a lot of thoughts. I appreciate them. They were they were good. Um, Diego, do you have anything else to say? Uh no, not not about the episode. No, we can move. Should on we move to... on to an email, perhaps? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that email. Yeah. I was just gonna cut you off and wrap up the show. Oh no! All no, right. No. We have we have some fans. Good thing I sent someone. Yeah. We technically, did we ever want to go back and address the the English voices thing, or I actually talk about it properly? Just um, what we can do, because uh, Christopher wrote in asking us, you know, you guys were given the option to Dreamcast Hunter Hunter, the new version. Who would you cast? And I looked at the email and I was like, well, I don't know anything about English voice actors, so I can't even. But I could say that I don't want to cast any of the original dub members, so there's that. <laughs> okay, I will say this. Uh, clearly, if anyone's going to pick it up, it's going to be Funimation. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, no, because it's got to be at this point. Uh, it's a long-running series. And... Didn't they say no, though? But Viz Media said that they were outbid. Like, Viz Media said completely outbid. Funimation said, we don't, we know about it, but we can't say anything at the time. So, so I don't... wait I'm an guessing extra we're waiting. 40 weeks. I don't know. I have no idea what's happening. It was actually Media Blasters before they shut down. Because yeah. usually, <laughs> usually when they license something, you want to announce it right away because mm-hmm. what would be the point? Because like uh, this is the anime industry, and anime becomes like hot, goes from hot to cold so fast. Anime series yeah. these days because of the internet. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they were just talking about because Viz Media. All they said was. That they lost, 
the um the ability to uh they lost the the streaming rights to it or the the license to it to mm. somebody else that that bid a higher higher amount of money and they said that they bid a lot of money for it so then that pretty much just leaves one other person uh Funimation that's going to do a dub otherwise it's going to be Sentai and I don't know if that would it would be weird for them to pick up Hunter Hunter but then like not do nothing with Gintama Right. Oh, it's not like they're owned by the same person. No, they're not. I'm just all I'm saying is is that the other two studios I can think about that would have enough money to back an anime this much, this big, with this many long running episodes. Um, well, maybe it's someone who just has the the one. This is like the one long running show they're gonna do. Maybe. But they're just someone sexy. that's, that's yeah. testing the waters and has like major studio backing. Mm-hmm. I but back to my point, what I was making about the English voice actors is I would just like somebody new. Like I would, I just bring in like the new rookie cast and just give them this and be like, here you go, have fun with it. Yeah, get Vic Monogana out of here. I don't. Want to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like I don't need him to come in as fucking Gone or Killua. Like I'm like if it, if they came in as that, I'd be like, oh He's god, like Hunter Jesus something <laughs> whatever. Like no dog, you got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't. You already voiced one character in a Tagashi series. Yeah. Like that's enough. That's all you get. Yeah, everybody gets one. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, Chris. I just oh, really to, oh, to, sorry, Bulbous. Yeah. To echo uh, Foxy's uh, statement, I don't know nothing about English voice cast either. Barely, even. So yeah, I'm yeah, not helping. We don't, we don't treat them. We don't treat them like the celebrities that everybody makes them out to be. No. Sometimes so, I lock them out of convention centers. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're just people that do it, that have a job, and like they are recognized for doing an acting job, and it's cool that they're doing that. But like for me, it's, and I feel like doc, I've talked to the doctor about this plenty of times before. Like, if we ever interview them, I wouldn't be like, uh, "Here's a beer." Here's the recording. Let's just talk. Like I'm not gonna ask you like, oh, so who? How did you like portray this character? Or like, what'd you do with this character? Like I don't really care about that stuff. I'm more of a let's get to know you personally sort of thing. Because they're not really in my mind. They're not really like celebrities. And this is why we don't get anybody to interview ever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I know that nerd culture has given you a sort of pseudo celebrity, but we're gonna ignore all of that. And you're not even a real relevant person. It's just you're here at this bar that I'm at, and I happen to have a portable microphone, so I'm gonna ask you some questions. Pretend to be a journalist for a second. And I'll buy you a couple beers, maybe. Yeah, we're just but we're just gonna talk about like I wanna know what your views on the like the political aspect is. Let's get really sit deep. (laughs) What do you think about Snooki? What do you think about? So let's get really real. What do you think is going to happen with this whole Large Hadron Collider thing? You know, right? what do you think the end of the universe is going to be? What do you, what's your stance on global warming? Like those are the questions. Mm -hmm. What do you think about uh, rampant AIs? Okay. See those, like that's the stuff that I would ask. I wouldn't be like, uh, who's your favorite character that you voiced? Uh, I don't care. Do you think America even... is ready for a zombie apocalypse? No. It's like, it's like well, I don't even think most of them watch their shows when they're done. No, they don't. Like, and some of them do. I mean, some like of them say, do. Well, they I've just been... happen to like really like the character they voiced or something. Right. So it's really, it's really like 
rare to ask him like, oh, so what do you think of this? And be like, I really didn't. It's been such a long time since I've done this. I don't really pay attention to it. Like, it's just a, it's just a gig for me. So at that point, be like, what are you into? What do you like? All right, let's ask. Let's talk about that shit. Like, like that will I will always remind me since you re- you um, referenced Dragon Ball Z earlier, and I did in the notes too. That always reminds me of that interview that um, Dragon Ball author uh, Kira Toriyama. He was being interviewed by One Piece author Ichiro Oda, and Oda's like, "Oh, remember this time you did this thing in Doctor Slump?" And dude is like, "Okay, Doctor Slump is like twenty five years ago." I don't know what happened in it, and you need to calm down. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like this is the best. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's his mentality. He's like, you're being interviewed by a, a fan who's just like, oh, I love this shit. Like, I loved how you did this, and he goes, I did. Okay, cool. Like for me, it was just a fucking Tuesday, but to you, it changed the whole entire outlook on your life. So yeah, okay. I don't. You're- I get it. You were like seven when this came out, and it made you think about big boy things. Yeah. But <laughs> I just wrote a comic, dude. It was like and it changed me, the world. For me, I just really didn't fucking care. For me, it was it was money that I could spend. It was a it's paycheck. Like, do you understand that the Dragon Ball series was like printable money? Yeah, <laughs> you get that. Yeah. I mean, you have to get that because you make One Piece, but <laughs> that, that's how I, it, it's clear that, like, this is an older man who's done a lot of things with his career, and he doesn't remember all of them, because who could? Yeah. Hey, you've written all of this manga, done all these things, and of course, voice actors, if they're working constantly, they would have done way more projects, and expecting them to remember every little obscure role they've done is ridiculous. Some people do. Like some people have tons of witty anecdotes about like every show they worked on, all the people they worked with. And that is cool. If they love talking about that, that's awesome. Other people I'm sure they don't. Yeah. Like, this is my job. This is this is what I wake up in the morning and I go to do and it's great that everybody in this fandom wants to be able to do that. Um but I am not defined by this. And that's also cool. Like Okay, how do you define yourself? Like that would be a fun conversation to have, I think. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, just fucking. Here's a recorder. Here's a beer. Let's just talk. Like, fucking. Let's not have any predetermined questions. Just tell me about your day, sort of a thing. Like. So I hope that I know my question person. Yeah. Email thing. And if you, you also... don't drink beer, we can make Kool Aid for you. Yep. I, yeah, I, I got a Ziploc awesome. baggie right here. I carry Kool Aid everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm black. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even <laughs> is that like a prerequisite for being like black or something? I don't know. I mean, it, it probably is. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't drunk Kool Aid in years, so I don't actually know. No, you know, the but... last time I had it, it was in an alcoholic drink. It was tangerine Kool Aid with vodka and like some salt and or pepper or something, and it fucking tasted amazing. Like it was the weirdest fucking combination of ingredients. Once I asked the bartender what it was. Mm-hmm. I just remember, like, as a kid, like, growing up in Detroit, like, kids would just bring them in Ziploc bags, like, the powder, straight powder, and just lick it, like, just pour it in their mouths, straight sugar. It doesn't taste that good. I know, but it happens. I don't know how. It's not a thing. I don't get it. Kool-Aid is awful if you don't... Firstly, if you don't have enough water in it, it just tastes horrible. Like, there's nothing you can do. You can't possibly add enough sugar to offset that terrible taste. 
Secondly, if you don't add enough sugar, you might as well just be drinking water. Yep. So that's just a waste of sugar at that point. Like, you know, I just I remember the squeezing or the squeezins or whatever the hell it was the the Kool Aid jammers that were kind of like pouches that. Uh, so like Capri Sun. Yeah, yeah. like a of, of like a, their own version of the Capri Sun. I remember having those. Those were okay. But Why Capri don't they Sun's have like the two liter bottles of like Capri Sun? I don't know. You would think, think that they make an old this, version of it. I think that it's the size. Like that is the size with which you must enjoy Capri Sun. No, Anything because at bigger the end of it'll it, taste like crap. At the end of it, it makes me want another one. Like I No, I've tried, like as an adult, getting Capri Sun. I go through like most of the box in like one day. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not enough. It's not. It's like, never I, enough. I, I take one sip of it and it's gone and I'm like, what the hell just happened? I took one what, good drink. That's what you get for holding on to your childhood well into your twenties, okay? Well, I guess so. That that and Dunkaroos. I remember it used to be like <laughs> so many more crackers and a lot more frosting. Now it's like, what is this crap? <laughs> it's like five. <laughs> okay, but anyway, um there was an email we were supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, sorry. About. Back to the email. So we got another we got another email from Boywick. Um and of course if you want to ideal dreamcast your own show, um the show yourself, you can go ahead and do that. Yeah, since we yeah, can't do that, please let us know at the email uh hxhpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, go ahead and send us in your suggestions for who should play what. So we got this email from um our good friend Boywick. The he title Hunter Hunter Easy Mail. I don't know what that's a reference to. Hey, HXH Podcast peeps. I read the recent new chapters of Hunter x Hunter, and I wanted to share some of my themes, theories about the Karate Clan Massacre. So I guess <laughs> spoilers. So spoiler alert. Yeah. Yes. yeah. If you're not comfortable with spoilers, bye. I don't have a definite theory, just a few ideas on what may have happened, and they are. One, the guys Kirby could beat up defending Pyro came from Meteor City, and after having their asses handed to them, they went back to Meteor City and told them what happened and how a kid with scarlet eyes did it, then bam. Okay. So I think that um, was my theory. Yeah, the only problem with that is is that I don't see why they would um they would do that. I mean, I feel like it would be a lot more Anyway, sorry, I'm not going to disprove that theory, but go ahead. Okay, two. The court case that the mafia people spoke of was the cause of the Karate clan being massacred. Someone from the Karate clan after passing the test left and start and started a life outside of the village, and he or she could have been a part of the trial, maybe a juror. And after the spiders killed him or her, something led them back to the village. Okay, I like that one better. Three, somebody sold out the Karate Clan. I don't know the who or the how, but it seems like the most logical guess since the spiders knew where to find them. Who were pure-blooded? Well, they figured out who were pure-blooded, I guess. Mm -hmm. And who weren't. And it explains how they took out a gang full of Nen cheaters. (laughs) Also, you guys were talking about how y'all want to see this animated. For me, I would like to see it done like the manga. Kurapika should be walking off screen and it should do a sudden montage of the people of the Karate Clan. Then it should slowly fade to black, then have someone narrate the passage about the massacre. Like a reporter. Yes. Yeah. That's all I have for now about Hunter Hunter. But as for the podcast, you guys talk, your talk about Nen Powers had me about to bust up laughing at work. I was thinking about what kind of Nen Power I'd have myself, but I couldn't think of anything. When I do, I'll send it to you guys. I'll maybe even make a thread for it in the forum. So, in conclusion, anybody have anything else to say? Uh, beware of bears, apparently. That's yeah. a thing. 
Shout outs to Boywick. Thank you for the email. Everyone else, give us more emails. We need more dumb things to talk about to derail ourselves. Oh, uh, one a person on Twitter wanted to know when the manga comes back. We don't know. We don't know, no nothing. Sorry. No. Possibly we may find out this weekend. Yeah. After the movie. I just no high hopes. No, I don't know. Just we don't or like, know. The after movie clip might just be the Togashi dog just staring. <laughs> <laughs> like um Hypnotoad. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, buy my stuff. Don't make me work anymore. Just keep buying everything I've already made. <laughs> So, I think that's it, right? Yep. That is it. Alright, so, again, uh, you guys can find us at on Facebook.com slash HXH Podcast, on Twitter at HXH Podcast, or, yeah, at HSH Podcast, sorry. Uh, the email address, again, is HSHpodcast at gmail.com. We also have forums that Foxy mentioned, uh, and we also SSA podcast. Free forums, SSA network, freeforums.org. Yeah, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, you also our actual website, uh, hxhpodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, we will be updating and everything that I talked about on the news will be linked on there too. And anything else that I forgot, any other way to reach us, I forget. That's it. That is it. Okay. Cool. Well, um, I guess that concludes episode 57. Uh, we look forward to talking to you guys next week again. Later. Later. <laughs> I did uh, lock Vic Mignana out of a convention before. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I was not aware of that. I thought you were talking about just like... So like oh. our UFO... Uh-huh. Uh, there was a, whatchamacallit, there was like a, a back door that was a, I think like some kind of staff guy asked me to hold it open for like Vic Mignana. First, no, no, he said one of the guests are coming and I was with my friends, but me and my friends wanted to go eat. And so I was like, whatever, you know, I'll hold it open for the dude about to come. And I saw it was, it was Vic Mignana and I was like, man, fuck that guy. I'm gonna go eat. <laughs> 
And then, so yeah, so I just closed the door, and he ended up, like, like banging on the door, <laughs> asking for someone to open it. I'm like, I'm not a fucking staff member. Fuck this. And fuck <laughs> like, Vic Mignogna. I'm gonna go I eat. 